Hello, all you beautiful people. Before we get started today, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. Adam, the best part is this. You can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com join. This week's episode of the podcast, Drew is telling us some history of a very particular soccer crest and the billy goats contained therein. Oh, it's so, so much fun. That's right. We are talking about the Germans. So buckle up because this is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy first dose of the vaccine dose of oh, stupidity, yes. but also the COVID-19 vaccine, which <laughs> yeah. Drew has received the first dose of, yes. and we're celebrating that fact on the old podcast yes, today. Drew, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers to the first dose. Cheers to Drew. Cheers to you listening. Cheers to Deschutes. Cheers to Deschutes. Cheers to Blue Wire Podcast, which this podcast is a part of. And, uh, yeah. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is a podcast episode. <laughs> We're talking directly to you. <laughs> Hope you don't mind it. Back at it. Man, back at it once again. Feels good to be back in kind of oh, like the, the consistent rhythm of podcasting. Yeah, it, it does feel nice. That, like, month and a half layoff was kind of weird it was weird and then like getting going again felt weird like, kind of like shaking off the rust yeah we're like kind of started cranking the gear a little bit i mean we're, we're still like, kind of shaking it off we haven't even introduced ourselves yet you're that's right normally what we do you're correct but you know what <laughs> there are some more important things like celebrating <laughs> your protection against the terrible virus that's still uh, raging across the world yeah it is terrible and we like but, that but, but when we say we yes we mean me your favorite soccer content writer, Adam Whitaker-Snavely, joined as always by my real-life brother, Drew Snavely. And that's all and I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. They, no, no Manchester United. Like, they, just, they just drew Crystal Palace like mm. yesterday, mm. and so mm, mm, mm. not feeling great about the current state of, of the club. Yeah, that's not awesome. I mean, the underlying numbers were there, for sure. Like, <laughs> you do not deserve to be top of the Premier League, but they were for... <laughs> A couple weeks. Like, at least a couple days. <laughs> you don't deserve several, to be second. Several hours 
or third. <laughs> we were at the we were at the tippy top. Uh, Dortmund's good again. Dortmund suddenly is good again. I did not ever in a million years see them beating Sevilla away from home in the Champions League. Yeah, and then they re-upped. They beat Borussia Mönchengladbach. So since um, like sports betting became legal in Virginia, uh-oh. I've like, uh-oh. you know, I'm kind of like slipping slipping into that. Yeah, you put uh, your toes in the water. And like dipping my toes. You're seeing but I up. definitely bet on Sevilla beating <laughs> Dortmund. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the smart money. Yeah. That's the smart money play. Sevilla at home. It was good odds. Doing, they were like, they've rattled off like nine straight wins yeah. in Spain. Dortmund has been playing like utter trash. And Sevilla is like historically good at European competitions. Yeah. Julian Lopetegui? Yeah. He's a good coach. Yeah. They got good players. What's not to like? And Dortmund has been like a dumpster fire for the last mm-hmm. month and a half. Mm-hmm. Drew, don't I know it? <laughs> you know it. I do know it. Here's the thing, though. When you have somebody the caliber of uh, Erland Holland, I mean... Yeah. I mean, Erling Holland can go off at any given moment. Yeah. I think the, the big, lately, the big change has been... Uh, the Jaden Sancho resurgence. Yeah. Three goals, three assists in those last four games. Not counting the Borussia Mönchengladbach game, I think. Well, here's the thing. like The summer transfer window is getting a little bit closer. Oh, we, we don't need to talk about that. As a Borussia Dortmund fan, we pick up the output if I want. I know what's going to happen. I just don't want to talk about it. Because the asking Ugh. price for Dortmund is not going to change. But if he continue to play like a steaming pile of dump, then... It'll have to change at some point, or you just keep the player forever. Exactly. He becomes an English Marco Royce. Marco, yeah, Marco <laughs> Royce. I was going to say. <laughs> Lengthy oh. injury history. So sad. Ah, uh, man. One of the, one of the saddest, like, uh, career. Um, I, he's, I just feel like he's had a sad career. Yeah. Just no, because I, of his injury I agree history. With that. As talented as he is, man. Definitely, definitely the worst moment came when. Uh, uh, I believe it was Mario Goza that was like holding up his jersey at the 2014 World Cup after Germany won it. Yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. The worst. And then he stayed healthy for a World Cup, and that was the one that Germany got bounced in the group stage. Yeah, they couldn't eke out uh, advancement over Mexico and Japan. No, Japan was in a different group. Japan, Japan was, Japan was in a group with Senegal with and ben- Belgium. Belgium. No, Belgium was Belgium, England, Panama. Belgium, it was the one where Belgium and England played that game where neither of them wanted to win. It was, it was Are we talking Mexico. about the last World Cup? It was, yes, it was Mexico, Germany, South Korea. South Korea. And Sweden. Sweden was the team. Yes. Sweden won the group. Yes, and South Korea. <laughs> and South Korea beat, beat Germany, even though they were already out of the tournament. Yes. And it sent Mexico game. through. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. So so awesome. There's uh, wow, but I mean that was a lot of that was a journey that yeah. we just took. It really was. But not completely off topic because Drew's taking us to Germany. Today, yeah, I mean we yeah, it's been a a little while since we've gotten a shot of the Bundesliga. Yeah, I was the last the one we did. Yeah, was the, the last one we did the Jägermeister <laughs> team. Uh, it might have been. Dang it! it uh, I. I don't know off the top of my head. I was looking past. I was just like going through my stories in my notes. And I was like, man, I forget about. I forgot about some of these stories. We've we just some been so many banger titles yeah. for stories too. Really I was did. looking through them. Somebody was asking. Uh, somebody was asking 
what uh oh i know i was talking to uh jimmy conrad and uh monty and chike who are a couple other guys i work with uh about knott's county because did you see the knott's county goal uh no i just scored no i didn't it's stupid it's like a back heel scorpion kick while he was facing oh, away from goal. I did see that. But he was like that. at the top of the box. Yeah. I didn't so, realize it was Knott's County. It was Knott's County. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, Knott's County, my favorite Juventus kit inspiring slash formerly owned by Lord Voldemort club. And yeah. they're like, what? what? And I was like, oh, you, you got to go listen to this yeah, episode of the podcast. podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, Lord Voldemort North Korea, <laughs> Knott's County FC. To which they again said, what? What? <laughs> Oh, if you man. haven't listened to that episode of the podcast, go listen to it because it might be my favorite story we've we, ever done. We are here for the obscure, weird stories. And, and that is one is definitely obscure. The foundation of this podcast. But Drew, you have do. a new one for us today. I do. I do. And I know the club and people that know the Bundesliga on a, know the club. On a cursory level yeah. that listen to the intro of this podcast know who we're talking about. Yeah. But I'm excited to hear where this is going. Yeah, it's. I, I'm excited about this story. I was a little inspired by your last episode. Sure. Just like iconic uh, design. Design, yeah. And so I was like, oh, like I want to look into um, a fun history of like a a club crest. Sure. And that led me on a winding journey to a little city called. Cologne, Germany. Best smelling city. In Europe. Best smelling city. In Europe. <laughs> Actually, the fourth largest city in Germany. Hey-oh. Almost a million or a little over a million people live there. Oh, das ist gut, ja. Das ist gut, ja. <laughs> um, so, those of you who are familiar with Cologne or Cologne. Cologne. Cologne, as the Germans say. Cologne um, with the umlaut over the O. One FC Cologne. Is uh, that's right. The it is largest one, it is, is one, the, the, FC the most successful club from that city. Yeah, it is, it is weird that it's one FC Cologne. Who is the second most successful club from Cologne? I am curious. Now. I don't. I don't know. Now that you've made that statement, you know, I'm like that suggests that there is a second. I confidently. Most I mean, I'm sure there's another. There are more clubs. <laughs> yeah. in Cologne. Gotta but, be. Um, just based off of uh, Cologne's. I don't know, success in the 70s and 80s sure. and there's still like kind of yo-yo team between the one Bundesliga and the two Bundesliga. Yeah. They I, they were they were I don't know if there are any other teams from Cologne that are to that probably, status yet. Probably not. Pro- unless there's just a Bundesliga mainstay that is from Cologne that I am blanking on, but I'm yeah. guessing they're the ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. So, 1FC Köln was founded in 1948. A relatively new club. Yeah, pretty young, actually. As there were a merge between Kölner Ballspiel Club, uh, 1901, nice. and... Now, this is this is one that I kind of practiced a couple times, but I'm still probably going to... The pronunciation on the first one was good, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Spielverein Ingung Köln... Salts 07 was the other club that that is a lot (laughs) i just said it fast and i probably you know that's no no that that's the that's the way it's just a bulldozer way through it i think 
That's yeah. a lot of syllables. Yeah. Um, so those two clubs merged. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. to, to World form. War II ended and they're like, time, it's time, baby. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, the, the club and the city of Cologne is right on the Rhine River, which oh, is okay. like one of the most iconic rivers in Europe. Indeed. So it's a little, a little fun geogra- a little geographical fact. Again, what is this podcast if not just a series of fun facts? <laughs> That's what I love about this. Like, this might not have anything to do with the story, but it's a fun fact, so I'm going to throw it in there. Oh, man. For those European architecture nerds out there, you know that the Cathedral of Cologne is a hotbed for tourism. It's the most iconic feature of definitely Cologne and arguably the most iconic feature of of Germany. Sure. Um, over 20,000 people visit the cathedral per day. Yeah. I mean, this is assuming like pre COVID. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, well, <sure. laughs> obviously, um, which makes it Germany's most visited landmark. Yeah. I mean, they kind of tore the Berlin wall down. They did. So. <laughs> they did. Yeah. So that might have, I think there are parts, there, there are pieces there, of it. Yeah. There yeah. are parts that are still. Yeah. Like. So that's probably the most, I don't know. Maybe that's the most iconic. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that cathedral, I, I do know exactly what cathedral you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, it's, so. it's pretty unique looking. It's 515 feet tall, making it the third tallest church in the world, which is cool. Um, construction on the cathedral started in 1248 and stopped around the 1560s. Uh, very medieval times. Yeah, some classic <laughs> architecture. Um, and then resumed in the 1840s. Um, and it was completed in the 1880s to the the medieval design. Yeah. So when it started back in 1248, that's, that's wild. It didn't. It didn't actually get finished until the 600 1800s. years. 600 years. Dang. I mean, like I know cathedrals take a long time to yeah. be built. I, there's the the cathedral in Barcelona that is still being built, and it's it has been true. It's continued to be built for the last like. 150 years at least Something 200 like years i don't i don't know every time they talked about Garth, gothic architecture in like high school and stuff they kind of gave you like the the typical design elements that you had to answer on the test and stuff they always included flying buttresses and i always thought uh, it was funny because <laughs> it was butt flying buttresses flying buttresses flaunted ceilings uh, flying buttresses that's what i know yes yes um, so the the Cathedral of Cologne houses the Shrine of the Three Kings, which is believed in the Catholic Church sure. to have the remains of the three wise men. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Just like they have the skull of Mary Magdalene. <laughs> yes. The body of <laughs> the Virgin Mary and so the, the Da Vinci Code and etc. If you've seen the, the Cathedral of Cologne or Cologne, you... It's something that like you just don't really forget because it has this iconic two spire um, gothic yeah. design. Yeah. It almost looks like horns. Ironic, Iron- <laughs> which is ironic. Um, and it's really cool looking, um, and so that that's the most striking feature. Yeah. And I promise this is all going to be tied. This in. This ties in. Yeah. I already I already see how it ties in. Yeah, if I you're familiar it. with the logo, you probably can can get it. So when you have something like this sitting in your backyard, you figure out like, how can we incorporate you draw, this? You draw inspiration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's exactly what FC Cologne did when they were founded in 1948. The 
iconic T-Spire Cathedral was placed in the background of their crest, um, which is still there to this day. So the original logo um, was just red and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cathedral, honestly, um, they didn't have crazy designers back then. Obviously, like the level of design is today, uh, I mean, obviously generations, but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> millennium ahead of what it was back in the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ask me what Colne's original crest looked like, I'd probably guess like a German shepherd. Because it kind of looks like a, a dog with like pointy ears, and like FC FC Cole goes across the the front in like a sash that's diagonal kind of thing. So <laughs> that that that's what I would have guessed. But when I was digging into the story, I was like, oh, like that's kind of cool. It's the cathedral in the background. So, um, it 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 makes sense. Yeah. In 1967, Cole updated the club crest, putting a newer design of the cathedral in the background, introducing a third color by making the church navy. So this design looks a lot more like a building. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really look like the cathedral still, but... We have moved from this looks like a dog in the background. (laughs) This is definitely a building. (laughs) You know, there are towers here. For sure, for sure. So red, white, and blue, navy blue, is specific are the the three colors of the cologne flag which if you look up the cologne flag um there are some um items or features on the flag that look like something that you might see in like a health class and (laughs) if if anybody wants to look up the cologne flag i'll just let you do that (laughs) and maybe you'll get what i'm saying maybe you won't but i'm just immature. It must. It must be said for um, those of you that did not go to school in New York or to uh, to very to, to just very other states or something. This class is some places called health. In some places, it's called family studies. Some yeah. places, it's called family planning. I've even heard. Yeah. Um. And in some places, it's just called sex ed. <laughs> yes. That's what we're referring to here. Like the Netflix show. Yep. Exactly <laughs> like that. Exactly what we're referring to. It's even British. So, um, this is 1967. Crest looks good. Looks great. Much better. Love the introduction of the Navy. Yeah. The, adding that third color is, is really, really nice. And the I'm a Navy sucker really for Navy. I'm a sucker for Navy. Yeah. I really do like the Navy color. Navy is just a great color. It, it is. I think it's, I think it's very sharp. It must be said that Drew and I did come from a high school where blue was a big, was our main color. Yes. Yeah, that is true. It was technically royal blue, but. <laughs> wore a lot of blue I, I wore navy for some games yeah i recalled it yeah so adam you and listeners i mean you're familiar with with the club so you might not be wondering but what's the big deal like this club has a cathedral in the background because it has an iconic cathedral in the city like what makes this weird and it does get weird because in 1973, there was a really strange addition to the club crest. Oh. Um, and that was when the team desi- decided that they would incorporate a goat into the design. <laughs> and we are back from our advertisement break. Drew, 
We ended the first half of the podcast with you talking about a goat. Or should I say the goat? The goat. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> Definitely not Tim Brady. <laughs> and I say Tim Brady because he doesn't have my respect. Yeah. And so I'm disrespecting him by calling him Tim. He feels that, dude. He, he right. can, He's listening right now. Yeah, he probably is. And it hurts him a little bit. Good. I want it to hurt. I want it to hurt so, so bad. Yeah, dude. We're talking about goats. Let's talk about some goats. Yeah. So here's the thing about Colm, FC Colm and goats. And that is they've basically been synonymous since their inception of a club. Okay. So only two years after they were created, um, we're talking 1950. Yeah. FC Colm was introduced to goats. Apparently, there was a traveling circus in town. What? Yeah, I know. So random. <laughs> and um, they had a goat that they had found in their mix. In their midst. <laughs> okay. And so they decided that it would be cool to give the goat away as a good luck charm. And so this traveling circus... Um, taken aback by the beautiful city of Cologne, um, decided to give it to their soccer team. <laughs> give it to the soccer team. <laughs> Duh. So Cole then, Cole then decided to make it their team mascot. I hope and that so, Hugh Jackman was the ringleader. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. <laughs> Greatest shaman joke. <laughs> Too funny. Checkbox. So yeah, it's like kind of a random like uh, origin story for how I... Yeah, so so club mascot was so born. yeah a club mascot was born because some carnies just decided just showed up uh, they were in there was like hey it was a circus it's not carnies okay uh, there's a difference no there's there really a circus isn't. a circus is a show and a performance a carnival is dirty and <laughs> <laughs> I like how you pronounce the tuh sound to dirty. make it they are mm, dirty <laughs> and. Um, they don't put on performances. They have like rides and like awesome fried food stands. Um, okay. So some very highly respectable circus folk <laughs> who definitely weren't weird at all found a goat oh, and yeah. said – In their travels. And <laughs> yeah, in their travels. It, it wasn't even in their circus. No. They're just like, hey, we found this goat. Let's go give it to the soccer club. This goat is a good luck charm. <laughs> It's like the opposite uh, of the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and so Colin's like, yeah, let's make it our club mascot. And they say it's lucky. Yeah, why totally, not? a totally yeah. normal thing. Yeah. Who does that? Why not? No, no. I'll tell you why not. Because goats are like just whatever animals. Like they're not a good luck charm. Yeah. If a know. bunch of circus people came up to me and was like, hey, take this goat as a good luck charm, I'd be like, uh, yeah, totally. No. <laughs> and then a half week later, I'd say, all right, we got to find a farm or something to yeah. get this goat to. Because oh, man, especially if you've seen Witch. Have you ever seen Witch? I have the the Witch. The Witch. What, the one with like the two Vs for the W? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I have not seen it. Oh, but man. Dude. I've heard it's bad That creepy. messed up goats for me. I used to think goats were so cute. And ever since watching that film, I'm like, Nah, goats, are, goats are the devil. Can't trust goats anymore. Go, goats are <laughs> Satan. Oh man, crazy. So, um, this is the birth of FC Colon's nickname for themselves and the supporters. Um, D 
Die Geisbach. Which, Die Geisbach. Die Geisbach. Which um, quite literally translates to the Billy Goats. So, God bless. There you have it. <laughs> I they really, personally, they really, they really just took it all the way. <laughs> I personally like uh, the ring of Degeisbach better than the Billy Goats. Yeah, no, it definitely uh, sounds cooler. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like how people like to say "gegenpress" when it just means counterpress. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, look at Liverpool gegenpressing. Look at Liverpool gegenpressing and losing to Chelsea one nil today. Look at Christian Pulisic with his forty-minute cameo appearance. <laughs> Mason Mount. Keeps on scoring goals. What is happening? <laughs> Mason Mount was good before yeah, before yeah. Frank Lampard left. It's true. Uh, people thought that he was like a fraud or something. Yeah, I'm kind no. of like, eh, I don't think he, so. He's like one of the best gegenpressers. Yes, in top five leagues in Europe. Proper gegenpressing, Mike. Gegenpress. All right, so let's get on with the yep. story. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when Colin finally decided to add a goat to their crest, it had actually been over twenty years since they had the mascot and the nickname. So sure. you could say it was about time that they actually incorporated yeah. such an integral part of the club into the club crest. Sure. So they incorporated it by taking the old crest, which is, um, just as a recap, slightly go- glowed up cathedral. Slightly glowed up. Not German <laughs> shepherd looking cathedral yes. anymore. Um, Shrink it down, uh huh, and then the goat is has its two front hooves. I think yep. goats have hooves. They they do. <laughs> <laughs> they, yep, you are correct. Um, on the very top of the crest, and the the hind legs are are standing behind it. It so is very like, funny to me. It's almost like it's like jumping up onto it, but not quite. It is very funny to me that they were like, oh, man, we have this very huge, iconic, massive symbol of our city, and that is our crest. And then a circus gave us a goat, and we said, you know what? Let's shrink that church down because we got a goat now. It's like the one of the biggest cathedrals in the world. Yeah, and they One made of the most it iconic piece of architecture. So small, they shrink it down and made the goat so big. What if we made the goat King Kong <laughs> up the side of the yeah. cathedral? Well, it, it's kind of funny because I mean, goats are noted for their climbing ability. Oh yeah. So I'm sure that if a goat really wanted to, it could climb a cathedral. I mean, you, you, I'm sure you've seen videos of goats climbing up mountains where it's like what are they what are they stepping on i i actually fun facts i have seen mountain goats climb up mountain faces in person yeah oh yeah i've seen mountain goats in in alaska in canada yeah i i've seen some goats on uh on top of a mountain face in alaska as well actually yeah it's crazy they're just chilling yeah just like hanging standing on nothing at all yeah it's it's absolutely nuts. What you and I guess at? they don't have a, a fear of heights because like if they I, fall, I they're definitely that. dying. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I, I did think that it was kind of funny that kind of play on like, oh, goats are excellent climbers. They're, it's like they're climbing this cathedral. <laughs> if they were thinking that far. Maybe they were. Maybe they weren't. Who knows? I don't know. It's like the uh, classic, like, did this uh, poet or writer like actually mean this? Or are we looking way too far into the meaning? I said uh, something the other day uh, that made Mackenzie laugh, but in a way that she felt bad about, which uh-huh. was, uh, was, it, was it Shakespeare or was it the Bible? A classic <laughs> chicken and egg scenario. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Yikes! Uh, it, the the badge is cute. The the crest is cute. I mean, the, cu- the goat. I mean, it's cute goat. It's cute. It looks yeah. like a neopet. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. So I mean, the goat is white and navy. Yes. And so, color scheme still very aesthetically pleasing. Unlock. We got very, those primary colors unlocked. down. They're popping. <laughs> Yes. So the new crest seemed to bring the good luck promised with the goat from the traveling circus. Okay. With Colm winning their second Bundesliga title in 1978. Oh my God. They won the Pokal in 77, 78, and 83. This is like a golden era for FC Colm. It really is. Like they, they're killing it. And honestly, it might be because they put a goat on their crest. Did they know. kill the goat? No, they no no no. Was it the, was it like a sacrifice no, type of deal? The, the the mascot is is a celebrity, and I'm about to get into. Oh. I'm about to get into. Like, okay. So, it was under the successful period um, where the club was overseen by manager Hennis Weisweiler, who was a player coach for Köln earlier in his career in the 50s okay. when they inherited the goats. And the goat, the Billy Goat nickname. So he was there on the goat ground floor. Yes. He and was born into the goats. So he took it upon himself to name the goat <laughs> Hennis after himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hot as the goat. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is H E N N E S, Hennis. H E N N? Okay. Yeah. H E N N E S. Hennis. Sure. So that that that's his name. He's like, you know what? I have a pretty good name. So I think I'm gonna give this name to the goat. That is also our mascot. Um uh, fun fact of... about uh Hennis Weisweiler is that he also managed Bo Russia Gladbach, um FC Barcelona. Oh. And the New York Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty the crazy. Old, the old Pele, Giorgio Chinaglia. It was a couple of years after Pele. Okay. All so. right. So more like um, uh, Carlos Alberto. Probably. I don't know. I didn't look up the roster. I should have. But I did specifically look up to see if Pele was there while he was manager. Because, you know, oh, because of course. This is the Cosmos. The Cosmos got into some wild stuff in the old NASL days. That might be a, that that might might be a, be a story. A, a story. Write it down. about. Put it, put it in the idea jar. Put a pin in it. Yeah. And we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so, um, since, since then, since 1950, uh-huh. um, every goat mascot that FC Colton has had, the name is Hennis. They've, they just kept the name. Just, all right. Yeah. And hey. so we're, we're actually now up to Hennis the Ninth. It's like the Pope. Kind of. Except... Everybody's the same name, and, and who is, the number is, just increases. Is the Pope is? I mean, in Catholicism, the Pope is also the goat. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> that is a very good point that you made. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so, kind of alluding to what I was saying earlier, fans are obsessed with Hennis. Okay, the goat. <laughs> All I mean, right, he is a celebrity. Um, there is a 24-7 cam that fans can check in on that is oh in his God. enclosure uh, when he's not at games, obviously. Um, yeah, fulfilling his to, duties. Just, just to watch him live his life, yeah. I guess. 
Um, Let me watch Hennis eat some hay. Yeah. Um, typically, they uh, Hennis has a stall or a, not a stall. He, a very nice enclosure. Sure. Like he lives like a king, yeah. essentially, um, in the Cologne Zoo. Oh, he's living good. Which I guess makes sense because it's like not a domesticated animal. Yeah, you mean to tell me that FC Cologne doesn't have <laughs> Billy, they, Billy they, Goat <laughs> premises? They should. They really should. <laughs> so, um, Hennis has some responsibilities. He's out on the pitch before every home match, getting the, the crowd yeah. fired up. You sure. Know? He's running around. Running around the sidelines. People, like, people just get people worked up, up for this goat. Like, oh, there's oh, Hennis. There's the goat. There he is. <laughs> I think he ever takes a dump on the pitch. That's got to have happened. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, because in the videos that I saw, I don't think he was wearing like a poop bag. You know how some horses have yeah, like poop bags? Uh-huh. I don't think he had a poop bag. Maybe they give him like goat laxes before he goes out. <laughs> yeah, just clear him out. See, these are the things that I think about. Yeah, no, it's, it's important to, to think about for right? sure. <laughs> so actually back in... 2014, Hennis the Eighth. Okay, rest um, in peace. Uh, still with us. Still, still with us. Still with us. Oh, yes. Wait, did he get fired? Because we're well, on the ninth we'll now. get to that. We'll get okay. to that. Yeah. So Hennis the Eighth actually got off the leash that he was on oh, before no. a match, <laughs> um, and he started like running around um, like the corner of the pitch that he kind of escaped from. Okay. And so he's like on the sidelines, running through the field a little bit, like eating the. There's like. Already confetti on the field, which he's is like eating it. this German. He's like eating it, and like whenever, uh, and like the crowd's really getting behind him because they yeah. they absolutely love him. You know, he's their guy. Um, and yeah, so like, yeah, kill when, your masters, <laughs> escape. <laughs> whenever uh, a steward like takes a lunch to try to grab him by the horns, and he like jukes him out, the crowd's like, hey, or like, ole. <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's like when, um, it's like at the end of a season, like when a team has won uh, a trophy, and they're like doing their award ceremony, and they have their kids out on the pitch, and somebody's toddler like escapes and dribbles the ball into goal. Into the goal, yeah. And everybody's <laughs> just like, yeah. the crowd just, everybody stops paying attention to whoever is giving a speech and just starts going wild because it's a kid. Yeah, so that's essentially what was happening here. Um, and when they did eventually corner Hennis and capture him, um, the crowd like booed the crap out of the stewards. Like, it's just like, they, boo, 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 you're doing your job. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. So funny. So, Hennis VIII stepped down in August of 2019 <laughs> due to osteoarthritis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. It's not funny, but it is. You don't really think about goods. <laughs> Having oh, arthritis. <laughs> just just, give, just let him live out his days in peace. <laughs> exactly. So, club director Alexander Whirl. Yep. Uh, Whirl said... Um, Verl? Verl, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget. The um, V thing, yeah. The V thing, yeah. Um, we do not um, want our club mascot um, ever having to stand in pain in the stadium. After promotion, it is now the perfect conclusion and time for Hennis Eighth to enjoy his retirement. So stand it was up. right after um, Cole had been in the two Bundesliga and then... For the start of the 2019-2020 season, they were promoted to the one, or they were in the one Bundesliga for 2019-2020. Their first match, where Hennis the Ninth was unveiled, un- unveiled, Un- unveiled, unveiled. You, got, you got caught in the German <laughs> yeah, pronunciation really <laughs> um, against Borussia Dortmund. Ooh. Yeah, 
So uh, they did end up losing that game three to one. Yeah, suck it, <laughs> suck it, FC Cole. Uh, welcome to the the one Bundesliga. Welcome, welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> but to Colm's uh, credit, they've stayed up. Good, Good job. job. They stayed up last job, last year, the last really weird year. Yeah. Um, and right now, I believe they're in like sixteenth place. They're kind um, of they've kind of been just like hangers on yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. They, they had a recently of pretty good teams. They had Anthony Modest for a while. Yeah, he was banging in some goals. Just banging in goals. Banging in goals. Uh, Bayern just banged in some goals against them in their last match. Well, yeah, they won does, five to one. That does happen. It <laughs> happens. It happens for sure. So um, when Hennis the Eighth finally retired due to his osteoarthritis, yep. um, it was the end of a. 11 year career and wow. 11 year career. So it is, it is a long, lengthy, a long time. So Hennis the eighth was actually born as Bertie. Get Bertie. Bertie. Bertie is fine. Bertie. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but um, there was like a club competition. Once they figured out that Hennis the seven wasn't going to be hanging around for much longer. Sure. Um, that are like, all right, people like, Send in your best goats, and we'll let have me, the fans let decide. Let me see them goats. Um, and so Bertie beat out the likes of Jimmy, Elvis, and Rocky to claim the title of Hennis the Eighth. So when he became the mascot, they gave him a new name. It is like the Pope. It really is. That's how the yeah, Pope that works. That is how the, the, the papacy also, every time you say Hennis the Eighth, all I can think Hennessy? of is Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> oh man, um, Hennessy Eighth, Hennessy um, got to a level of stardom that no other Hennis had achieved before. I mean, he was okay. All right, Hennessy, I see you. He appeared in TV shows. Oh. He was in interviews. I mean, he wasn't obviously like responding. To yeah, he didn't. He didn't but, speak in them. But, but like, people ate him up, and the the popularity of just Hennis the Goat um, really skyrocketed during his time. He really like uh, made a name for for himself and <laughs> just the position of Hennis. Okay, so, I just thought that was like a, a fun little. That's like, interesting that he side that this specific Billy Goat became a superstar. Yeah, like. People, people love him. So, Hennis the Ninth has some large shoes to fill. Hooves. So, yeah, some large hooves to fill. Let's get, let's get, let's get the uh, the biology right here. He's had like a, a he's got a season under his belt now, um, but he's only three years old, so he's still kind of figuring out the ropes. He's still green. He's still very green. Um, but you can visit you can visit Hennis the Eighth, who is still living at the Cologne Zoo. There's nothing that I would love more than for like a fan to, uh, of Dead Ball Brothers to just like happen to be in Cologne and go oh, to the Cologne Zoo. Give us a like, Hennessy the Eighth picture. Like tag us in a Hennessy the Eighth picture. Oh my gosh. Drew, I do have one incredible. joke before I move on. Yeah. Uh, some might say that Hennessy the Ninth is still just a kid. Oh my gosh. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So according to Colin's website, uh, visually Hennis. The ninth looks very similar to the first ever Hennis that Ooh. was gifted to Cole FC. The Carney Hennis. From from the traveling circus. And so with that, maybe Hennis the Ninth will bring some more good luck to the club. And a, a new golden age. A new golden age. 
We'll see. But that is the story of Colin FC, their badge, and Hennis the Goat. Pope Hennis the Ninth. Pope Hennis the Ninth. Sources for this story are from Colin FC, their actual website. Shouts out. Izwar um, from Goal. James Kelly from These Football Times. Copa 90, who did a collab with These Football Times about this story, which Excellent. is really cool. And Evelyn Smallwood from Cultural Trip. Wow. Drew. Yeah. Thank you so much of for course. that rousing tale of architecture and goats. Honestly, like, <laughs> just felt like changing it up. And you did. You did. And I'm, I'm, and I'm glad you did it. And you did it well, my friend. <laughs> thank you for the story. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this story. If you liked what you hear, the biggest thing you could do to help us make more and to continue supporting us is giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. It would be so be kind. Pretty, be pretty neat. Perfect record. Pretty neat. I mean, it would be pretty cool if you did yeah. that. Yeah. No pressure. No anything, pressure. But yes, if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that is what helps us out most. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, we are at Pod everywhere. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. If you have questions, comments, story suggestions, corrections, if you want to make fun of us, we are deadballpod at gmail.com. You can shoot us an email, and we will hopefully respond to you in a somewhat somewhat short time frame, yes. hopefully. Which it, time is relative, so. Yeah, time is relative. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, 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 absolutely, when you're sending us an email. <laughs> uh, and if you're interested in possibly buying some merch, we also have a Teespring store. The link to that will be in the description below. Um, and I believe that's everything. Unless yeah. you have anything, no, Drew. No, You're good? I, th- I think we're good here. I think we're good. I yeah. think we are that's done here. So good. So, without much further ado, my name is Adam Wood, Chris Nabley. And I'm Drew. And we love you very much, and we are super thankful for you listening to us. We'll see you later.